The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome to New Buyer's Journey Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And this week, we're going to publish an episode every day discussing what you need to know to adjust your content strategy in a post-COVID outbreak world. Joining us for New Buyer's Journey Week is Tyson Stockton, Searchmetrics' Director of Services. Searchmetrics is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And outside of shepherding Searchmetrics' most strategic SEO clients to SEO success. Tyson is stepping in for a sick member of his team to talk to us about the new buyer's journey. So far this week, Tyson and I have talked about how the coronavirus outbreak has affected consumer behavior. And today we're going to talk about which industries specifically were impacted by the coronavirus and how that changes their user's journey. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the second installment of New Buyer's Journey Week with Tyson Stockton, Searchmetrics' Head of Services. Tyson, welcome back to New Buyer's Journey Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, Ben. Let's dig into some industries today. It's a brand new world. It's a brave new world out there. Obviously, life has changed a lot. And for some of us, more than others. Hey, look, my wife and I were fortunate enough. We've got some child care taken care of. We've got a private office to go work from. Life for us isn't that different. It's very different for a lot of other people. You know, people have lost jobs, the livelihood. Most of us are just trapped at home with our kids. So that's also the case with industries. Some industries have been massively successful in the outbreak of the coronavirus, and some have been just decimated 
Let's talk a little bit about who's who, who's been affected, and how the buyer's journey has changed as a result of that. Who are the biggest industries that have been affected that you've seen positively? And how have they changed their buyer's journey to meet the demand? Perfect. So let's start off with an easy one, retail. And first, looking at retail as an overall versus just e-com, pretty obvious where the winners and losers within that macro divide are. So I'd say e-com is definitely one that's done well through this. But I would note that within that it's such a broad category or broad industry that is definitely not equal throughout that. And within e-commerce, you have your categories that are doing quite well. Call out a few fitness, sporting goods, one of the few activities across the country people can get into. But then you take one maybe like more high-end luxury fashion. That one's not done as well. Fashion in general has been a tougher one unless you're in the sweatpants area. You haven't bought your Louis Vuitton face mask yet? I, I haven't. I mean, I'm all on board and all in favor of the, like the sweatpants purchases. But I'd say overall in fashion, it's just been a little tougher kind of compared to the others. Other areas too, like within econ that's done quite well, more in like the home and garden or home improvement areas. People are spending so much time at their house. They're redoing the backyard, barbecue season... You know, so it's like those type of purchases have been doing well. And it's also been heavily dominated by the e-com and online purchases. For the part of the question though, as far as, you know, what are people doing differently? I'd say within e-commerce, one thing is just having relevant information. So you have a lot of companies that have an online presence, but then they might have things like in-store pickup. So having curbside pickup and having that verbiage added to their actual landing pages and their product pages to then show the user, hey, if you want to come by the store, you're going to be safe. This is how you're going to get the product. And that's going to be something I would say almost universally applicable is having information and content on your pages that address these very relevant specific needs that consumers will have. So talk to me about the flip side of the coin. The flip side of the coin. So within e-commerce, and let's take maybe some categories that are moving slower, aren't doing as well. So sometimes that could be in big ticket items. And so for those, we discussed on yesterday's episode that browsing behaviors up in a lot of cases or a lot of markets. So we know people are still ingesting a lot of information, but maybe the conversions aren't happening yet. I would say that having that focus early in the buying funnel, where it's just inspirational type, it's in those informational queries that we were talking about, that's a good usage to get your name out there, get people in that early stage familiar with your product or what your offering is. And also, it doesn't have to be just like product type information. If you're in a category, and even though it's one that's doing well, let's say running, there's a lot of people that are maybe historically not runners. And so articles like how do I get into running, like training routines for beginner runners... That type of content is going to do quite well now because there's a demand and interest for it. And then it's also something that once that person needs that next pair of shoes or whatever, you're already creating that top of mind awareness with your brand. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously there's a different impact between retail and e-commerce. And I think that it's important to highlight that if you are a retail store, some of the things that you need on your pages are socially distant notifications, letting people know how you can purchase items safely. And I think that Google is 
looking for that content as well. To me, what's interesting is looking at companies like Shopify and see how their businesses have taken off. And to me, that is a lot of impulse buys, right? People that are advertising on Facebook, using Shopify stores, they are the smaller retailers that have really taken off. And some of those are the, let's call them fashion or clothing retailers that have a digital presence. It is not the big box retailers that have seen dramatic increases in sales. Talk to me about, you know, we do the winners and losers segment. Have we seen shakeups in terms of visibility from big e-commerce players as opposed to small? I mean, I would say like the big 10 e-commerce have done quite well through this. So there are like the very point in kind of tactical approaches that the smaller brands are doing, which has been effective. But I'd say like from the macro lens, like if I was to say who's doing the best through this time within e-commerce, I'm going to lean towards the bigger stores. And I think that's going to be the case because one, they're able to have local inventories. So whether it's someone wants to make a purchase in a store, buy online and pick it up in a store, or just how visible and how much retail space they're taking in the SERPs, I would say you know it's definitely the big companies. The most obvious one is going to be Amazon. And I think we did a, a study recently where we were looking at Amazon. Not only are they obviously ranking quite well and dominating a lot of the front page from a traditional ranking perspective, but they're also grabbing up a lot of real estate on the front page from a SERP perspective. And then we've also seen some changes where they're collecting stacked rankings as well. So I'd say Amazon would be the front runner for capturing the largest majority of it. But I would say as a whole, the Big Ten have done quite well across this time. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So talk to me about industries other than retail. People are still buying goods. That's obvious. Who are the other positively impacted industries during the outbreak of the coronavirus? I think other ones is just, you know, we've talked these on winners and losers in the past, but like the Zoom infos of the world, Netflix. So it's like online conferencing platforms where it's 
people are having to adapt to a new reality or a new norm. Also, just entertainment in general. Social, I think, has done quite well through a lot of this. So I'd say that is another one that's just across the board, water levels rising. And even though Zoom's the front runner for the online conferencing, I mean, I think you can see gains on like Microsoft Teams, some of those other platforms and resources that may not be the biggest front runner and player. I think I know the answer to this and it's going to be travel and hospitality. But for the industries that were negatively affected, some industries can't operate. What advice do you have for them from an SEO perspective? Yeah, I think travel is a really... And the hospitality too, for that matter. Like That's a really good example because it is a little bit of extreme where it's like, yeah, of course, like that's not happening. But it's been really interesting to watch that the demand hasn't changed. And in some cases, the demand's actually increased. And it really ties into what we were talking about yesterday of that informational content. So I mean, myself, I, I love to travel. And I think this is the longest time that I haven't been on a plane in the last seven years. You just went camping like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, but that's not flying. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing camping trips and driving. Is it the airplanes you like or is it the travel? It's definitely the travel, but it's like, you know, it's going to farther and destinations further away. For myself, I've caught myself. I'm still researching places I'd like to go. I'm researching when this is all lifted. What is the next country or destination that I'm going to be heading to? And so I think a lot of people have both been looking for that escape or that light at the end of the tunnel of when they can be a little more mobile and free. And I think on the other hand, which ties back into this buyer's journey and what people are looking for is you had a huge search demand and kind of like increase on a lot of the safety measures. What's the cancellation policy? How do I change my reservations? And so you have this influx of people that maybe already booked or maybe are looking to book something but want to have that security. And I think that's where it comes for like, what do you need to do with your content is you have to have and you have to be going back and refreshing a lot of it. Because as Google adjusts its algorithms to what's relevant, now there's going to be this added need of like cancellation policies, safety measures at the airports, hotels, what are they doing? How are they limiting people? Or how are they you know, making sure that everyone stays safe that comes through their doors? So I think you have both this, let's call it like daydreaming kind of aspect within travel. But then you also have this very pragmatic like... What can I specifically do? Can I travel to this location? Is this place going to be open? And that's creating a higher demand and search volume. But then I think as time goes on and the longer that we see this, Google's going to be picking up and depicting that as being relevant content to that query intent. And then that's where you can actually see some gains by having that information too. So it's going towards the user, which we've always said for as long as SEO has been around, as far as like, target the user, don't target Google. And this is just another illustration of that is we know and we see what people are looking for, making sure that's added into your copy, not only satisfies the user needs, but I think we'll also see search engines following that same direction. Okay. We're going to continue this conversation tomorrow. We're going to bring Tyson back and talking about what you need to think about to reconsider your buyer's journey in the wake of the coronavirus. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, the head of services at Searchmetrics. 
We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 